0: say it again yeah, go ahead. yeah you
1: should
0: say it again did i tell you guys about when my brother found out that he lives next door to stefan no you no. guys said no when i said I, it before so <laughs> i didn't even know you had a brother so. i do i have a brother he's uh I knew eight, that, he's eight I years forget. younger than me uh he just got married a few weeks ago but he lives in, he, he and his wife live in an apartment and uh it was like the last day or second to last day of flight fest he texted me that morning and was like i think i live next door to somebody that's going to flight fest i'm like oh yeah and he's like yeah he's like I saw him leaving. I was washing my dishes and I look out the window I see him leaving and he's got a flight test t-shirt on. He's got some kind of backpack with like propellers sticking out of it. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's probably where he's going.
1: Yeah, just a crazy fan. And then we found out that it was Steffen of all people. He crazy. So, that is so cool. Yeah, so we got backpacks now. We do have backpacks. We have a uh, flight test uh, quad backpack which is really And it looked awesome. really
2: good. I like, the, I like the red and the black a lot.
1: Yeah, we got two options. We got red, we got black and uh they um they're actually pretty cheap. Yeah. They're like 59 bucks, you which know, I think is I don't know what backpacks really cost on average, but I think that's pretty good.
2: I'm really concerned about the whole idea with the uh, with the backpacks uh, being durable enough and my kids, let's just say not, they're not easy on anything. <laughs> and they still look great and Michael's adorable because he's still pretty small. And he's wearing this backpack and it's just chocked full of multi rotors and That's I awesome. don't know, maybe candy.
1: Well it's like the uh, it's like the DSLR style. So yeah. like it has It like, actually
3: is a DSLR bag and we kinda just modified it and we took, hijacked it. Which we've been using uh lots of DSLR bags for mini quads for yeah. years. All the way going back to uh the first trip I went on was when we went to Europe and I had a DSLR bag and I was able to fit like two mini quads, mm. transmitter, Batteries, everything you need, all inside. Um, so we we wanted to we were using an in case originally, and we also looked at REI bags because we know those are real popular, a little bit more expensive, and also you can't resell those. You can only yeah. buy REI bags from REI. Um, so we were able to find this awesome little DSLR yeah, bag. Stefan awesome. did a great job. Yeah, and it's a, the best part about it is the price, honestly. Yeah, um, and the price does not reflect the quality by any means.
1: Yeah, it's a really nice quality backpack, and there's like two. Uh, well, actually, there's more than two. There's straps on the outside of it. that are just like perfect for mini quad securement. So we want to thank you guys securement. for listening to the podcast. It's all about backpacks. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Backpackcast. <laughs>
2: How long has it been uh, since we've done a podcast?
1: You know, I don't really want to know. Too long. <laughs> yeah, too. It's been way long. too long. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
2: think we should just slate it for every Friday.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think That's you're right. Good. Well, we're gonna we're gonna start it. It's gonna start now. This is right gonna now. go out today. Today, this moment. Ooh. We're recording this this live, August 5th, and it's gonna go out today.
3: That's, that's, that's turnaround. That's turnaround. That's, that's dedication. You know it's even, even more special? That's procrastination.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to sit down with you guys again. It and really we, is, yeah. Yeah. And we got Josh Scott
1: here. Hello. That's true. Yeah, for, for people that maybe aren't as familiar with the podcast or just forgot who we were, uh, I'm Austin Fury.
3: I'm Alex Zavada. I'm Josh Scott.
2: And I'm Josh Bixler.
1: So, yeah, if you forgot who we were, Hi. now you know. Now you know. <laughs> so, so, lots happened. Yeah, so we're coming off of um, our... Um, little Bus- event called Flight Fest. Busiest time of year for flight testing. Yeah, July is uh, is a pretty crazy month for flight tests in general. Um, but yeah, we had an awesome Flight Fest. It was. Uh, what, did, what did you guys think about it?
2: Special. Big.
1: Yeah. special big awesome <laughs> let's just use one more word I,
0: I got lost a lot because it was a lot bigger than it was last year
3: it was honestly the best year yet e- yeah. easily yeah. easily um as far as like the people there was the most amount of people but also the overall atmosphere was uh one of the best I, I think so far yeah um we were able to use more land. We, we paid the farmer to take all of our beans and go somewhere else. and <laughs> Take we, your beans <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it opened up a lot of space. Um, we, it actually was
1: approximately double the size. Yeah. Last, uh, last year we held Flight Fest on uh, just a little over 15 acres, and this year it was just a little bit over 30.
3: And yeah, we so, needed
1: every square inch. Yeah.
3: yeah, we did. So not only was there more people there, but also there was just a little bit more room to stretch out and relax. Um, campers had a little bit more space there was a little bit more space for traffic there were designated traffic. the whole infrastructure and uh, I gotta give a shout out to our main man, Artem Uh, a lot of you guys that came to Flight Fest met Artem, but Artem is kind of a new member of the team um, and he was brought on to kind of project manage Flight Fest Mm -hmm. and he killed it yeah. To, say, yeah. to put it in th- a good straight. way. Yeah. <laughs> he killed <Flight laughs> He killed the whole event. <laughs> it and won't then, be dude. back next year. Yeah. Unfortunately, he, did. he, he was, killed it. He was on point. He brought it to a whole new level and, uh, it was a whole, it was a team effort and Artem kind of led the charge, but there was so many great people involved, yeah. including all you guys. Um, Megan uh, ton, Tons of people all the, all the volunteers the volunteers are the main The mainstay It wouldn't happen without them
2: And we've been fortunate The first two years We had uh, Fred Provost Who mm-hmm. did a fantastic job And unfortunately uh, Scheduling conflicts and stuff He wasn't able to help out this year Yeah we missed you Fred yeah. i
0: well, I did
2: I totally
1: missed you too, I, I did Okay It's a unique We all you Fred um, but
2: uh, Andre stepped up this year and said he yeah. would uh, be crazy. An- and Russo. Andre Actually, Russo. Actually,
1: a familiar voice on this podcast. Yes. Um, so After Hours Crew. Yeah, so I think they have already did kind of a Flight Fest recap type uh, type episode for the After Hours Crew, I think. I don't really know if that's true or not. They did. It, and they okay. did a
2: good job with it, too. Good. I didn't so, listen to that one. And uh, from our perspective, you know, it was a special time. But you're right, Alex. It was really, the bar was set really high this time. Mm-hmm. And the, the environment, uh, the amount of families as a whole. The first year, you know, a lot of... Uh, you know, dads and their their sons basically. Second year, a few more wives. This year, whole families mm-hmm. yeah.
0: entirely. Remember that uh, the one family? I don't know if it, the, the two, two ladies birth. were, oh. no, the two ladies, I don't know if they were sisters or if they were sister in law, but they had um, their like four or five kids between the two of them. They're all in the bill tent. And- yeah, they're making Hello Kitty nutballs and <laughs> awesome. Minion nutballs. Uh, that's uh, awesome. so cool. It was pretty
1: cool. Well, it's always been notable. You know, but this as far as like RC events goes, like how proportionally there's a lot more families and a lot more uh, women to be frank, <laughs> a lot more you know kids this and that sort of thing. And uh, um, but this year it was actually it was notable yet on a whole other level. Like it yeah. was it was it was really interesting to see that.
3: I think part of that was too is this this was one of the first year that we really tried to promote outside of just the YouTube channel so we we reached a lot of local outlets and uh, Josh your wife actually kind of led the charge as far as like she brought in she had the idea of making a family tent Mm -hmm. and kind of providing activities areas specifically designated for people with families to not only unwind and relax but also be the kids are entertained there's stuff there for you know everybody to do and it was a huge success. They were yeah. they were full the whole it time. Was,
2: it was, uh, what do they have? They had, like, Four Square and, and tons of games. They Kobe
0: had B, Giant, giant Connect, Connect, four. Connect Four. Yeah. Cornhole. Cornhole. There,
3: I saw some of the volunteers in there just juggling
1: like <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, there was, it a, was awesome. It was, was a guy, so cool. It was a volunteer. He was just, like, full-time entertainment in there. He yeah. was just, like, <laughs> awesome. pulling out and all the tricks. I sat there
3: and watched them for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. It yeah. was good.
0: I know, like, from my perspective, it was fantastic to have the family tent. Because we, the one day we brought... Um, Logan and Charlie out there, and Logan's eight and Charlie's two, and to be able to have that tent all day, you know, was just like phenomenal. Because so the, 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 yeah, the kids, yeah, get get the kids get worn out minimum, after a while. It's
3: just shade because yeah. 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 it was pretty. It was a scorcher there for a couple of days at Flight Fest. Yeah, no, it was awesome, and you know,
2: our heart is really. We understand that the that models may not attract everybody, but we really want people coming out as a family. And enjoying as much as they can. So if, if there's an element that maybe isn't directly related to flight, that's okay. Yeah. As long as it, uh, at the end of the day, everyone had a good experience.
3: Mm-hmm. I thought one of the one of the really cool things that I noticed, especially like on the on the early days, like we had people. Show, like I got to give uh, my guy John from the UK a shout out. He showed up. on, I think it was Monday, from the UK. He's helping spread hay. He was volunteering. <laughs> came all this way to volunteer but anyways what i was going to say is one of the really cool things that i noticed is that like on monday tuesday even wednesday and even thursday when there were hundreds if not thousands of people already there you would look and uh, don't take this the wrong way but there was only like probably two or three planes in the air Mm -hmm. and i think that's really cool because it it just goes to show that people they're there to have fun with the hobby and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but people were either helping out or yeah. they were catching up with old friends. Uh, Austin, you said it a couple times. It's like a family reunion. These mm-hmm. people that I've gotten to know over the last three years have become like family.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: And some of them are, are, are distant relatives that live far away. And you only see them once a year at the family reunion. And other than that, you can't keep up with them online. But taking that virtual community, that digital community, and bringing it into reality, it's, it, there's something magical about yeah. that.
0: I can't tell you how many people I... Like, you know, uh, two guys or something like that that I ran into that I just assumed they'd been friends for years. And then I find out that they met each other at Flight Fest last year or the year before. And uh, that's the only time that they ever, like, meet up. But it's just pretty cool to see that relationship sustain.
2: Well, and it was special, too, talking to a lot of people and and their friends across from each other in RVs. And what they would actually do is they would meet up with each other outside of the event. And then coming together just so they could get next to each other again this year, mm, that's yeah. awesome. and uh, and that was really special. And then, yeah, it is really a family reunion that you sometimes fly at. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I think that's a, a pretty special thing. It shows that the flight test community really has their heart in the right order. And there was
3: one gentleman, and I f- forgive me, I forget your name, but there was one gentleman who it was his first year, came by himself, I believe, and he was telling. He came up to me, and this was like Thursday, or you know, the second day that he had been there. Um, before the event even started, the event technically started Thursday and he came up to me on Thursday and he said, he said, Alex, this is, this is awesome. He's like, I'll be honest. I was kind of nervous coming here because I'm new to the hobby. I, I don't have, I'm not coming with anybody. I'm not going to know anybody here. And he's like, I've already met more friends than I have in, in real life. <laughs> he's like, I've met so many people that are just awesome. And I, that almost brought me to tears. It was really cool. It's cool.
2: Really special. That's awesome.
3: Is, yeah. do you guys ever find yourself getting choked up yeah <laughs> I have to like stop the tears when uh, at flight fest especially when like people are coming up and yeah. telling me stories and stuff like that it's yeah. so impactful mm-hmm. The one,
2: ones that hit me the most is you know you hear you hear the stories of uh, you know the families reconnecting through a common hobby yeah and and really that's that's what really gets me I'm, I'm actually pretty cold-hearted I don't get emotional easy, but that that really hits you deep when I'm, someone's I'm a softie <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't take much yeah. for me the water works it <laughs> takes a lot to squeeze a, a ounce of water out of my eyes but um, there was a few times and then um, a couple of dear old friends you know sharing their stories reiterating but then going deeper you know sharing more about their life and mm-hmm. you realize that this person you met the last couple of years you know what what walk they've had and how flight tests in the community has played a role yeah. either Giving them hope, or giving them a sense of joy, or helping them out of a dark time, yeah. and uh, you know it's, it's it's just special. I know we say it, the word a lot, but it's it's special when you get to see you know thousands of people come together. And put on deodorant because you're gonna be hugging everyone. Yeah, you know I mean? and, yes. and it's hot. <laughs> and it's hot.
3: Um, yeah, and we 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 speak generally a lot, and we just say families, but you, you'll see all kinds of connections between people there. Um, I saw, you know, just a, a mother and a son, and the mom came up to me and said, you know, I haven't spent this much time with my son. Yeah. you know and so long and this is you know just so she's like I don't know what I'm doing but I'm helping him hot glue this wing together and it's the <laughs> coolest thing ever and uh, you see all kinds and sometimes it's not even family sometimes it's friends sometimes it's you know I, I've seen people somebody somebody got married
2: yes or oh, got engaged, engaged. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I guess Eddie, Eddie and uh, Wendy uh, got engaged on uh, was
3: it Saturday morning? I think it was Saturday. Yeah, And wow. <laughs> Everyone
2: was weeping there. Yeah,
3: but uh, <laughs> and yeah. congratulations, by the way, guys. That, yeah, that I didn't awful. see that. How did he do that? Um, basically,
2: uh, he actually worked with my wonderful wife uh, a couple. I think like a month ahead of time. But last year they had a lot of really great memories and times of life fest, and so uh, Ed
3: had. It I think the wife. first two. Two. I know Eddie was. was I think Eddie was there the first year at least. I'm, I'm not positive about his fiance. Yeah.
2: Well, and I know it's crazy, because when he said last year, I'm like, really? With all that money, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, a lot of the times they really, you know, went back to that was real special for him was uh, Flight Fest last year. And so he thought, what a great time to, uh, to propose and, and stuff at Flight Fest. And he was a volunteer, Josh. I don't know if uh, it was early in the morning, but there was a volunteer meeting and the way they worked it out was during the volunteer meeting uh, since he, that was all those close-knit
1: guys mm-hmm. uh, they, they proposed. There's them. a bunch oh. of suspicious cameras and that sort of thing in a volunteer <laughs> yeah. meeting.
3: <Just> like, <laughs> Dave, Dave Knopp was just randomly there with, full, <laughs> then, with his full then, gear just like shooting. Trying to look inconspicuous.
2: <laughs> and then your wife, Anna, was, <laughs> yeah, was there
3: right, shooting yeah. from a
2: different angle. We're like <laughs> yeah. acting like we're covering it for the recap episode. By yeah. the way, I think it's actually going to be in the recap oh, episode. Oh, I would hope have so. It. Let's and figure he it. gave us permission for that. But, uh, and
0: then he bomb-dropped the ring into the soybean field. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) whoops
2: you guys (laughs) will have to you guys have to watch the episode to see how it goes but long story short she did say yes that's cool beautiful wow really really special Um, and it really I don't know I look back at it. And I'm so happy when Flight Fest is over because you know that like nothing caught on fire. There wasn't any accidents, no injuries. There was mm-hmm. one. There was a
3: fire. There's a fire. <laughs> there was a fire. Did oh, you <laughs> see that? Yeah. The, laser, the laser toy's the plane. The laser toy's plane. Yeah, it's a giant wing. But, so it, we but we the fire was out in the field where it belongs. Yeah, mm-hmm. was taken care of. How about
2: nobody caught on fire? <laughs> yeah, nobody caught on fire. <laughs> That's, That's right. But uh, it's a good distinction. <laughs> but it's really nice to look back at it. And I'll tell you, looking towards next year, the bar's been set pretty high. Mm-hmm. My wonderful wife. She works the store every year, and she took the whole store to the. Dude, the
0: level. store was amazing. It was it, it really was so was. great. It, it looked awesome, like all the all the different setups and everything that you guys built. Yeah, it was, and uh, and
3: that was that was you, man. That was Josh built these crazy <laughs> airplane. <laughs> I don't even know how you pulled it off in the amount of time you did, but these crazy airplane displays that not only held the kits, yeah, like organized, which has always been a struggle because these kits um, now they're like really like vacuum sealed in this plastic they and they up. don't stack because they're slippery. So they held those perfectly, and right above them we had the first time ever I've seen every single one of our airplanes built like yeah. on display, and they're on
0: those little those little posts or this little oh, uh, conduit, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Uh,
3: keep an eye out on the. Um, uh, the recap videos which I believe the first one's going to yeah. be on Monday and we might we're going to do part two yes um, but you'll see those in there it's pretty crazy that we have like 30 how many 30 some designs more
2: than that almost 40
3: almost 40 yeah. airplane yeah. designs and that was the first time and big hats off to Bob Parmley,
2: yeah because
3: he helped build a lot of those I know you build a lot Peter built a lot 90% um, of it was Bob. Uh, 90% was Bob. Was Bob. <laughs> we would just send, Bob loves building.
1: He started like six months ago and he was like, so what do, I, what do you guys need next? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Every week it was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and he actually knows how to run the laser now and he would just go back and then print off the next three planes and yep. then, uh, you know, Bob
3: is our year-round volunteer. <laughs> he's,
2: he's a rock. Matter of fact, he came down to Oshkosh with us. He did. Know, Camped if, with us. If you guys haven't seen Bob or met Bob, uh, we got to do a better job at Latinx.
3: We well, know, actually, we, so. we did a very early on, like uh, this was probably three years ago, we did a podcast with both my dad and Bob because my dad is a pilot and, and Bob is retired now, but Bob used to be my dad's boss, and they flew all over the world. We did a podcast with him. And it's forever ago. You can go look it up, but I think we should have Bob back on. I agree. And, and maybe even my dad. Um, but Bob is such a unique individual. He's His whole life has been filled with aviation. Sorry for the side note, by the way. Um, but he's been in the hobby since the 50s. And he's from Wadsworth, where I live. And uh, I've known Bob for almost my whole life. And uh, him and his dad ran a hobby shop out of their basement in the same house that Bob lives in today. Fifty, you know, back in the 1950s. So, wow. six, almost 60, 70 years ago, hmm. and he's been he's been in every aspect of the hobby. He's built giant balsa planes. He's built scale models. He's built he's been doing it for decades and decades and decades. And now Bob exclusively only builds foam board foam board planes. <laughs> it's his favorite thing, and that's just really special to me. I think that's so awesome. So, it thanks, is. Bob. Yeah, thanks. That's you, Bob. cool. Uh, but yeah, the airplanes in the st- the whole entire store and all the uh, all the guy actually Eddie the guy who mm-hmm. who proposed to his wife. Uh, fiance, He was the one that was helping torch. Uh, who, who else was who else was torching the gremlin on those? I think Josh Hortzard, Eddie. There was a bunch of people. I, I torched a couple, but we had these cool branded crates that held all the mm-hmm. little bits and components. Uh, the store just looked amazing. Yeah. It was cool. And Definitely. it's not just coming from me. I've heard so many people say that. Um, they were just super impressed with all the little details that we that was put into the store this year. So
0: There was always a line, too. Yeah. Because Heather, Heather wanted to go buy a hat, and so we went and we... I just stand in this long line and she want to go back and buy sunglasses and we go back there's a line we're like, oh, let's come back later. <laughs> it's we'll a good, to good problem to now. have.
1: You probably well, could have cut the line, Josh. I mean, if you really wanted to have some uh, pull. I don't, don't want to be that guy. I <laughs> don't want to be that guy. <laughs> hey, it was, by the way, it was awesome to see your
2: wonderful wife and your beautiful family again. Thank but you. It's been way too long since I've yeah. gotten to see you guys all together. They're,
0: uh, they're always really excited to come out to Flight Fest. They, they love it. That's awesome. Love it. The kids are growing up I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I uh, grounded them for that <laughs> recently. <laughs> How dare they? No told them. To told them to stop. <laughs>
2: no, and, and Heather had a good time. Yeah, she had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, she That's loved awesome. it. Yeah, I think I saw her even in the, in the build tent with, uh, with your daughter, mm-hmm. or in the family
0: tent. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah, they spent a lot of time there.
2: School next year, I felt bad we didn't get the TV in this year. I don't think there wasn't a TV in right in the family town, yeah. No, next year we'll have some TVs playing movies. We actually bought the movies, we just forgot the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Something's missing
0: here,
3: yeah, right. Hmm. Maybe next year when it, um, maybe we can revisit like a big screen. Like, remember when we did that inflatable TV the first year and it didn't work out because there was rain and stuff like that, but maybe something like that you know before the kids it's time for them to go to bed they mm-hmm. could watch a movie all together and mm-hmm. stuff like that kind of
1: tuck there's some uh, some other new stuff at Flight Fest like uh, the Build Series and mm-hmm. we uh, also that was br- awesome br- yeah that went extremely well I thought yeah. um, you taught a session Josh
2: yeah. how did you how did you feel like your session went I'll tell you what I, 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 I'm i gonna do better next year but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I realized what it's full planes my, my uh, session I got to do was the Balswood Basics I take a lot of things for granted. I'm always like, oh yeah, you could you know, build a plane in two hours. Yeah, I right. took that mentality I think it was easy and I had this novel idea to show people how to strip and dimension lumber uh, so they could buy a plank for three bucks and get like ten bucks worth of uh, sticks out of it and that took a lot longer than I thought but you know what the best part of it was was Josh Orchard and his wonderful wife Hope were there and uh, Josh Orchard walked in I swear, you know, God was like taking mercy on me because I'm sitting there and it's going long I'm like, does anyone have any questions about balsa? And, Right then, Josh Orchard comes in. I'm like, hold that thought. Josh, come over here. (laughs) And he basically led about two-thirds of it and had some of the most brilliant answers about how do we use balsa and stuff, why people were stripping out their wood. and We basically built a little wing section and talked about flow style building, wax paper building, how to pin it down, how to do it without pins.
1: Is that uh, Josh Orchard or Josh Finn? Oh,
2: my golly. Josh Finn. I was going to say. Hold on. This is me drinking coffee? (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, Joshua Finn. I am so sorry. Joshua Orchard is not married to Hope. <laughs> Hope is
1: married to Joshua Finn. Yeah, yeah. Wow. To, to be and fair, Joshua wrote... Orchard was very involved in the build series, he so was... it's an understandable. Exactly. Slip. You, you almost
0: started a scandal there. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> wow. You know, bring people together. Don't, <laughs> don't take it personal. He calls me Austin like at least yeah. ten times a day. Like not even. Care. Can we just call it Duck and Duck? I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just names. Yeah yourself but, down uh, it, but
2: it, it was good and uh the only bad thing was is I definitely didn't uh, take an account for how long I take to cut the kids I had the design for the wing plants but I had to cut it that evening and my kids I don't know if anyone was there but uh two weeks prior my kids really wanted to do something extreme and so we had the novel idea of Noah building a 100 or 200 percent cruiser Michael building a 200 sea duck and I mean that's that's like what two days worth of work right yeah right and uh it wasn't <laughs> and it wasn't at all. And God bless them. They did 95% of it. I just designed it and then cut the pieces out. But they assembled and built. But there were still the radios and a lot of other fine stuff. So that went into like 1 in the morning. And when I got home at 1 in the morning, I'm like, oh, I'll just cut out these kits for tomorrow. I didn't get done cutting the kits. By the way, wood kits will probably never be done in-house by flight test. <laughs> really? Is it that <laughs> Long before? time. I wanted to jump under the laser and hit start. Um, and it wasn't bad. It was just there's, you know, wood is so different. Everyone is adjusted weird. But... Uh, it was like five thirty-six in the morning, oh and gosh. I had to just jump in the car. So I, I saw you the
3: next day. And I, I was not
2: on, on any <laughs> substances. Okay.
3: I had people come up to me and be like, "Is Josh okay?" <laughs> Josh didn't know his own name. I'm like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm I was ready. just like, "No, he's not, but he'll be okay." <laughs> I heard that <laughs> he'll get through it. I
0: heard that you took a nap, like
3: yeah. uh, in, was, in the store tent, behind a curtain, while the while the
2: yeah while on a bale the, of hay on a bale. Of, actually, it was in, in, in our flight test chair. And, uh, yeah, my, there was an intervention between my wife and, I think, three volunteers, and they said, find some place to sleep. And I went to go to, uh, actually, a, a volunteer's tent or a camper. Oh, nice. And, uh, and I like talking to people and stuff, and I wasn't making much progress getting to the camper. So I went to the store and kind of went in the back storeroom. room. And I sat down thinking, I'll never fall asleep. And then next thing you know, an hour and a half later, I wake up, but apparently I scared a couple of volunteers that didn't know I was back there. <laughs> <laughs> they just heard like this It's a it's <laughs> a dead Josh Bixler. <laughs> my wife Who took do a I look, tell? And seriously, she said I looked like I was dead. And uh I bet you felt more. great when you woke up though no actually <laughs> like not at all I I, I I couldn't come up with a coherent sentence and I bumped into some of my family members I hadn't seen in a long time and, and they're like wow Josh it's so great to see I'm like boo boy and, and I was yeah, slurring and, and I'm sure they thought something was going on but it took me about 30 minutes to kind of get out of that haze, and then yeah. I felt fantastic the rest of the day. But, Sometimes uh, a little power naps all you so need. If any of you guys, I got to talk to you, and I just seemed like I was disconnected, and I am so sorry. Um, I just am really bad at managing my schedule. So uh, it, was, it was funny, though. And uh, you know what? I liked um Did any of you guys, I'm sure you... Actually, I think you were in a little jam session, weren't you, Alex? Uh, the night...
3: I, I missed the jam section because I, my body shut down <laughs> by okay. that point. Because um, I Yeah, I was... I was extremely tired, but I heard good things. Actually, Stefan was in it. I heard... It. Uh, so we had live music, which was another new thing mm-hmm. this year. And had three I, bands. I thought it was awesome. I, I thought it went together perfectly. And we didn't do it on purpose, but where we put the stage was so cool because you could sit. We had bleachers and chairs set up, and then the stage was right there. And right behind them, we started the music at 8 o'clock, so right when the sun was setting. And right behind them, it was just a bunch of night flying planes. It was yeah. like the coolest thing. Um but yeah, we had a cool band called Sparkle Pony, mm-hmm. Good Luck Eloise, and then uh, actually your it was your family member cousin.
1: Yeah, it was uh, my cousin Kevin. His band is mm, is a band <laughs> is a band <laughs> twenty three over four. I want to say I think something like twenty three over four. I forget my, the numbers. I'm gonna look it up.
2: My favorite was when they were singing the song. This is a sound check. <laughs> 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 I was like, that is such wait, they're just a sort of sound <laughs>
1: check. Yeah, they have, Yeah, That's it's a good one. I got it right. It's twenty three over four.
0: Play that sound check All song there. again.
1: That was actually a really good soundtrack song. (laughs) It was really (laughs) good. It was like, I can kind of get into this. (laughs) (laughs) There there was
2: an adorable young lady. um, Her name was Scarlett. I remember this now. And uh, she was just the sweetest thing. And uh, I was getting some dinner and we were talking. She's like, hey, you want to watch a concert with me? And I'm holding like this (laughs) most amazing uh, pulled pork. And I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll get over there. Well, I talk a lot. And, And so the pulled pork comes. I look over and there's adorable Scarlett being like, Standing me up, but like, here we so go. I had, I had, I told my wife, I said, I'm sorry, but I have a dinner date. And <laughs> I, had, I had pulled pork with Scarlett, who has pink hair, that's awesome, and it was wonderful. And we got to uh, listen to the band, and uh, and uh, I got a selfie too.
3: Nice, oh, cool. The music, the music was awesome, and then on it was Saturday night, that was the night that I crashed, but apparently, there was an awesome jam session, and yeah. Chad, who's our new guy. He was there playing the djembe, I think is what he has. It's a, the box you sit on and, and hit, right? Oh, cajon. Cajon. That was the a cajon. 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 Um, but yeah, and I guess uh, your wife was playing violin. Stefan was there playing violin. By the way, they're both amazing musicians. Yeah. Um, Sparkle Pony, I know, was kind of leading the jam session, which is mm-hmm. which is really cool. But I love that band. They did a great job. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I think next year we're going to revisit the music stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe next year this year we kind of did kind of the folk uh, acoustic kind of theme maybe next year we can do like a, a full band or something like that we definitely had the, would be cool. we had the sound system for it this year yeah. yeah, but we just you know randomly just happened to get all folk you know acoustic oh. kind of stuff And
2: Josh uh, Sunday Chapel yes. you, you brought your crew down and just killed it yeah they led the, that was awesome literally.
3: <laughs> yeah you didn't <laughs> kill anybody just to
2: clarify uh, that was awesome man. it was really Thank cool you. thanks yeah, who were the people in the man
0: uh, well that was just a, a few of us uh, we just did a small acoustic set um, and I actually sang which I do not usually do I'm usually hiding behind the That's drums where voice. I'm so way never more, way more comfortable uh, never but I, I, I sang and played guitar uh, Natalia she's got a phenomenal voice especially for somebody as young as she is uh, and then uh, David was with us playing guitar as well And uh, great, really people. Awesome. great people
2: People don't know this about Josh. Um, you actually compose music yeah. and write music, and you have uh, on Spotify. Yeah, uh, give people the information because sure, I totally save that and I play it in the car all the time. It's amazing. Yeah, oh, thank you. It should be on like all, all the XM channels. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, uh, we're uh, called Saints, and we have uh, our two albums available on uh, Spotify. Um, and then one of the one album is self titled. The other one is uh, called You Remain. And uh, you can get them on on Spotify, you can get them on iTunes, Apple Music. Uh, We have some videos on YouTube as well. And, yeah. I love doing it. It's awesome.
2: Yeah, so yeah, you, cool. you played the one song, and I was like, "Holy cow!" That it was deep,
3: man. It was, it was so amazing how thick the sound was too, for just like the three of you guys. Yeah. Um. And and my apologies, actually, apologies from my brother. He he was kind of disappointed that I don't think he knew that we were going to be using the Build Series tent for the for that. Nor I don't think he knew that you're going to be playing music. Right. So he was he was saying that the sound system was a little inadequate for what you guys were doing. You guys were like. Pushing it to the max. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next year we'll... we'll, we'll no, it,
0: it worked out good. And Luke, Luke was awesome to work with. I, I love working with him. He's a good guy.
2: He ran He ran a lot. Yeah, he great. did a great job. Well, in the... Uh, you know, speaking of like the different tents, we, we talked about We had a build series tent. We had a mm-hmm. stem tent. Yep. Um, Emacs did something really special and Venom Battery, which I yes. thought was so cool. Um, they had a community cast. Um, if anyone hasn't heard of the community cast, it's a group of, uh, I want to say, seven or eight guys. Put out a podcast. It's uh, Flight Test Community Members. And they do group builds. And what is
3: that? That sounds like somebody just flushed the toilet.
2: No, you know what that, is that the AC? No, no. no
3: it's the, it Austin went to the bathroom.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, someone did flush the toilet. <laughs> it was, uh, did you, did you wash your hands? It wasn't me. <laughs>
0: a lot of you guys might not know this but we actually have our podcast set up in the bathroom so <laughs> well, we're lucky a spot we can
1: actually find.
2: not too far um, we're
0: lucky
3: that we didn't hear more
2: they are, they are in what, what is officially known as my office but I think it is not really
3: it's my always office. just kind of been a room it's a room <laughs> that sometimes you're in yeah. <laughs> but usually not yeah
2: it's, I have a little kind of makeshift workbench I think uh, I did have an official uh, desk but we gave that to Stefan smart and uh, I, the nice thing though is I have a, I have a private bathroom that's nice which is actually nice for Everyone.
3: I do have to say though, Stefan has gotten some good use out of your desk. He has used it. I'm
2: not, I'm not in one place very often. Um, but yeah, Emacs, going back to the, Well, we drift. Uh, Emacs and Venom came together and Community Cast is doing these group builds. They did one on the arrow, one on the tiny trainer. But what the people didn't know when they signed up for this is that they were going to be getting free electronic packs and free batteries. So free electronic packs from Emacs. That was awesome. And then free batteries. And it was so cool to see. They you know, freaked out when, oh. when you told them. It was so <laughs> you, cool. You swore it was some kind of like Ellen or something. <laughs> like Where they, they, they won. Won. <laughs> You get a power pack and you, you get, get a power pack. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you have to pay tax on it
1: afterwards. <laughs> right. Uh, we, but, yeah. Yeah, we, we kept that kind of intentionally under wraps because we wanted the people that... Um, you know, that really needed help building yeah. one of those to be the ones that signed up for it because we figured that if we announced that, then a bunch of people would probably sign up. Maybe just because they wanted a power pack, yeah. which not that there's anything wrong with that. But it was nice because those classes um, sold out, and it was all people that were brand new, needed help building. You know, were there for instruction, yeah. and then they just got this awesome bomb dropped on them, which was um, they got a free power pack and free battery for their for their yeah. airplane.
2: Community cast did a great job. Yeah, and, really uh, did. And then the STEM ten did really well too. And and this is exciting, guys. Uh, Any educators out there, I know the school year is going to be starting this year. Please, please, please look for the major announcement on FT STEM. And uh, there's going to be kind of two different levels you can go look at. Uh, One's going to be very surface level, just to kind of show people how to have a really quick success. And that's with uh, three different downloadable projects you can easily do. But what this mechanism is and what Jake Marshall and Robert Doomey have designed is so incredibly deep. It, it, It blows my mind. It's actually where the teachers can facilitate the students learning and doing critical thinking on their own and the laws of gravity obviously the challenge of the problem but kids get to attack this and and make their own portfolio for college and it's fully accredited oh i'm sorry it fully hits national standards mm-hmm. from k through 20 12. of them, and uh, most most stem honestly only hits like three or four grades
3: wow you know this thing walks through the whole thing that's awesome it's uh, kindergarten all the way up through high school yeah So um and it's it's actually proven like if you go to jake's uh website uh, if you check out mesa rc foam fighters on on youtube they also have a website that is literally jake's class jake is the guy he's from colorado uh he's been working with us uh to create this curriculum Mm -hmm. um so we brought him on and he put the curriculum that he's been doing for years at his school in colorado he put it into a repeatable format um, so if you want to, if you're interested, check out ftstem.com. Check out all yep. of our material, but also um, go go check out Jake's YouTube channel. Check yep. out his website because not only is that what's going on in his classroom, but that whole YouTube channel and that whole website was made by his classroom, um, which is pretty amazing. Like I, I, every time I go and look at their stuff, I get so jealous. Oh. um because I wish I had something like that when I was in school and I hope that there's going to be something like that for my daughter when she gets up there because it's just so powerful it really is
2: and uh and Austin you you uh, and Jake um when we started this but we we kind of went down with the connections route about 2 years ago mm-hmm. and uh every it's passed through a lot of different hands and, and grown every time but it's so exciting to finally see it ready to be launched
1: and, yeah there there's um right now currently within our interactive classroom so it's like an online classroom where teachers can interact with students um, we we have uh, you know over 100 150 some teachers that are in that system, right? yeah, that are just kind of uh, testing it out and, and feeling it out, and um, those are all people that are you know really close to the flight test community, are really familiar with Scratch building. Those are the people that are just you know hit the ground running with it and didn't need a whole lot of help. Uh, but kind of this next step in the evolution of FTSTEM is we're making it really really accessible. So even if you're not super familiar with RC, if you're not super familiar with Scratch building. Um, if you just want you know, have a uh, summer school or if you just have a Boy Scout group or something like that, you just want to get them quickly into a lesson and quickly get them building and feel really confident doing it. That's what this next step is going to help yeah. you do. And that was important to us that that was super accessible for people.
2: Yeah, so if you go to flightteststem.com, mm-hmm. you're going to see basically a video. And then a, a basically it's a concept kind of given what Flight FT STEM is. And then underneath it'll show a video of Jake's Classroom and then down below you'll have three quick start uh, uh, modules uh, or not modules but three quick start projects you can do that don't require electronics it's just basic materials and um, from that point on when you go further you're gonna see the amazing mechanism behind it and that's really where the students have a hanger the way it's graded the way it's interacted, the way teachers can actually bring their own courses and projects to light and share with other teachers and network with other teachers Uh, we even have a Mitchell Gray who is on uh, with us full-time He's a teacher. He's a licensed teacher. He's there to help so support questions. So, um,
1: Jake Jake's always available too. Yes. Yeah. And yes, there's going to be a Facebook group, right? Yeah. There's going to be um, a Facebook group that um, anybody that is in the program or interested in the program can join. Um, can kind of help problem solve together. Kind of compare notes on how things are going, how your classroom's set up, or well, you know, um, or just how your you know general uh, group or camp or however you're setting it up. Just to you know, talk and interact with each other and compare notes. And Jake will be really active in that group, and Mitchell will be really active in that group and helping people out.
2: So, if you're a teacher or know a teacher or have connections with it, you know, August is uh, here, and this is usually the time when people start choosing their curriculums or projects. Strongly encourage you to spread the word. I would love to see this because, frankly, my mom was a teacher, and I was lazy and I wasn't motivated in school. It wasn't until I got out of high school and college that I actually got a passion in my life, and then I got a thirst for knowledge. And seeing these young kids actually connecting with something that ignites a passion within them, the way they attack it, the way they use critical thinking, and they excel at a young age, just puts them so far ahead. Yeah. And uh, in a world where we have standardized testing and No Child Left Behind and and uh, Common Core math, this is a really a breath of fresh air on teaching people to think properly again and how they attack problems. And uh, I, I can't say how excited. I am. we always talk about you know flight tests, entertain, uh, educate, and elevate the world of flight. Um, this really takes the education part to a whole new mm. level, yeah. and I really want to see it a success. So, hats off to the people involved: Mitchell, Jake, Dan, and definitely Robert, who has been driving this uh, this programming. And, and I mean, it's a monster behind the scenes. Yeah, it's gigantic. It's been yeah, a lot so of
1: work and it's taken a lot of hands to to get it where it needs to be. A lot of revenue too.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But thank you guys for that. Um, so that's my my spin on that. But it's going to be an exciting August. Yeah. So that that, that all came from the STEM 10. STEM (laughs) 10, yeah. Actually, just
3: to go back in time to the um, Build Series Mm -hmm. 10. We mentioned that, Josh, you did a session. There were a lot of other really great sessions that went on. Uh, David was in from Sweden. He did a great session. Um, Peter Schreeple did one. Um, Peter actually said the same thing you said. He said that next year could be better. (laughs) Um, But I heard a lot of people really enjoyed it. Who else did we have? We had Ed O'Byrne. Joshua Orchard, not Josh Finn. Uh, Josh Finn <laughs> yes. helped you. Um but I heard Josh Orchards went really well. Um I said Ed O'Byrn from Experimental Airlines. Yep. Who, who who else am I missing? You did one. I didn't oh yeah, I did uh Impromptu, I, yeah, right. Uh, with there was about fifty kids that came out of nowhere, and I, <laughs> turns out I was I was gonna help them build planes. So that we, was actually a local school, and no. sorry I didn't tell you. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. It's uh, it, it was it went great. Um, we built little ventures. So basically, I taught, showed the kids how to build a Super easy plane to build. Little Chuck glider. We went out and got them flying as good as possible. And then Peter took his giant cargo plane and he would take 20 or so of those planes up and drop them, and, and the kids would actually get to see how far they would fly, and they were just lighting up. It was, it was really cool to see that. And the funny thing is is that most of the kids didn't even get their plane back because it just like flew away and landed in the beans, and we could never find it. <laughs> but they didn't care because they had so much fun. Um, they, they were just having a blast at the event, so that was a lot of fun. That's a really good group. Yep. It really was.
2: Yeah, all in all three days and we haven't even begun to talk about the built tents um, yeah. the first two days were actually like well calling Wednesday the first day and then Thursday it was really cool to see how many people didn't even bring planes they just brought their building materials and electronics that was
3: a very common theme some yeah. people didn't bring any especially the people from out of the country or yeah. people who had to fly in they wouldn't bring anything no. Um, like uh, just uh, shout out to Alex Edit, he did a really cool vlogs on his experience at Flight Fest. We posted one on our Facebook, but you can check him out on YouTube. Alex Edit, I know he flew in with, I believe it, was, he flew in with his son. They didn't bring anything, and he found he ended up finding like a, it was like a Bix 3, you know, plug and fly, plug and play, and they, they got a transmitter and they got it together and they went flying. I know Baloo didn't bring anything, and he ended up just building. He got a he also got a mini Radian is that he, he never flies airplanes which is yeah. funny but he wanted to fly in the world record which is another story um, but he flew the little mini-raid in and he was sad because part of his wing got chopped off oh. and I told him just to chop the other wing off the same length and it'll be fine
2: that's, that's exactly how you do it too <laughs> that's funny. World record. I didn't witness it because I was unconscious during that time.
1: Oh, you didn't, weren't there for the world no, record? No, literally,
2: they were like, okay, three, two, dude, and then zone I, one, and I was
1: done. Oh
3: my I gosh. didn't know that. You dude. hit the deck, man. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. It was, well, luckily, we have plenty yeah. of cameras Yeah, on. we got some video evidence, but so you can was, review that. And, and the video is impressive. It's, like, really cool video, but seeing it in person was just, like... It was, it's undescribable yeah, to it see that amount of stuff flying through the air. What
0: was the length of time that they all had to be? They had for to fly minute. for one um, minute. So okay. they
3: got everybody up in the air and then they hit a buzzer and then they counted down from a minute. And then the way that they did it, we actually did have the Guinness Book of World Records there. We had a representative. Um, and the way that they did it is they had everybody register. So they took down all of their information, their name, I believe even like their address and a contact. They took down what kind of plane they were flying. And then they gave them a little flag, kind of like a little lawn, lawn flag, a little orange flag, and there was 300 people that took off. And everybody flew. They took off in waves, and each wave had a plan. So wave one or whatever was going to fly really high. I, I don't know the specifics, but everyone knew what they were going to do. We're, we're going to fly way up high at 400 feet. And then, you know, um, so they got everybody in there, and then they hit a buzzer, flew for a minute, and then, the you know, they hit the buzzer again. Everybody lands. Then they said, okay, everybody who crashed, bring your flag here. So they take everybody who crashed, and then everybody who didn't crash, they count up the flags, ended up being 179 out of 300, <laughs> which means that 121 which people hit the
1: ne- dirt. Ne- nearly doubled the record, though. Yeah, the rec- or, the original
3: record was at Ceph a couple years ago, 99 planes. Hmm. Um, so we almost doubled the record, which wow. is really cool. And i th- I think it's going to be pretty hard to... Do any more than that until just technologically until yeah. they yeah. improved the technology cool. because a lot of people were having brownouts and I think that's about as far as you can push the, the frequency hopping well we knew the
1: we knew the maximum that we could really technically feasibly do was around 200 and we had 300 pilots signed up so instead of just randomly selecting a hundred people that say you can't fly is what we did was we just went out there and all 300 people went out on the flight line And then everybody at the same time on a signal turned on their transmitters. And then the guys that got a bind, they were the ones that flew. And then so it was kind of like a random selection based on (laughs) based on whether or not you were able to get a bind was whether or not you were able to fly. So we just we still randomly eliminated about a hundred (laughs) people, but it was just we left it to the fates to decide. Round randomly eliminated hundred people. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, if we can top our own record or if somebody else can top the record. But um, I really want to thank uh, Michael Kaler, who is the guy that. Yeah, he did a great job. We honestly, the, we would not have been able to organize it. It would not have happened without him. This was like a grassroots effort from the, the flight test community. Yeah. You know, we, we kicked around maybe doing something like that. Yeah, we just... actually
3: had the idea, and then we, we had so much on our plate that we kind of scrapped it in like literally a day or two after we scrapped it I think it was Dan Sponholz is like hey everybody on the forum is talking about setting a record blah 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 And it ended up happening. They did did. everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they really did it. We basically enjoyed it. (laughs) We basically enjoyed it. It was awesome. And And they they did everything.
1: everything. (laughs) You're (laughs) like, I loved every minute of the footage that I watched. Yes.
3: (laughs) Um, Speaking of going back to uh, the vlog Alexetta did, there's another group, the RC Sailors. They were there. And I had never actually seen their videos um, until after Flight Fest. It's a married couple, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they... Documented their experience at Flight Fest, and I just I'm loving these vlogs, and I would encourage anybody out there to to document their experience when you when you go to events like this because it's kind of cool to see an outsider's perspective. We have yeah. a little bit different perspective than everyone on Flight Fest because we we kind of help organize it and stuff like that, but. They did a really good job at covering the—they they did the world record attempt, and uh, they both did. He flew a Bix 3, mm-hmm. and she flew, a like, a Warbird. I think it was a Wildcat or something yeah. like that, and uh, I think she crashed. It's funny because she crashed, and they, they couldn't find her plane, and then it was either later that day or the next day. Somebody else found their plane way out there in the Beans— and they ended up getting it back. And I think it was still airworthy, but check out their vlogs. They're called yeah. RC Sailors. not positive, but I think their last name is Sailor, so it's spelled S-A-Y-L-O-R. That's cool. Um, yeah. Really, really cool content from Flight Fest they, they made. So, and they also do a lot of cool RC stuff.
2: Yeah, it's not just planes with them. It's, it's every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, really cool. One. And I love the husband and wife's doing doing things together. It was pretty unique. Pretty pretty great, yeah. And then uh, we had also the Gothic Act. Oh, yeah. Baby Brits versus the Baby Barons.
3: Which a lot of you may have seen. We have an episode out on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually missed it, but luckily we Dave was there to capture yeah. it, so I got to relive it through the video. <clears throat>
1: that's, that's how I got to see it, too. I didn't know when it was going on or whatever, so it was really cool to be able to see the video, and it's a great video.
2: Yeah, 7, uh, seven in the morning, they all did. Uh, my favorite thing is they not only, uh Steven uh goes by Restorize, mm-hmm. um Rasterized, rasterized, yeah. On the forums? On the forums. But he made a unique scheme for every one of these planes. He did awesome. Completely community-led, and the community members, they built their own little baby brits or baby barons, and then they, they covered them, and they just looked amazing. And Dan Sponholz was nice enough to make one for me, because he knows I never get things done on time. <laughs> and he uh, he ended up, uh, we, we all flew together, but they had goggles and helmets. and That was know, my favorite part. Everybody yeah. had
3: goggles and stuff on.
2: It was it was a really cool experience. And Josh Orchard made a beautiful Gotha Bomber. That thing was cool. Very detailed. Do you know how many
3: sheets that was?
2: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can guess Some, it's more than two. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Somewhere uh, between two and fifteen. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was it was big. It wasn't huge, but it was definitely Nicely scaled, yeah. Uh, I think like sixty inch wingspan. Looked like it
3: had like at least a three piece wing, like yeah. three piece of foam.
2: Yeah, definitely very detailed. Uh, Flew very nice. As as
3: of all of Joshua's planes are, yeah,
2: yeah. They and the
3: thing about, I like about Joshua is uh, he he had his Sikorsky that he built at Flight Fest 2015, um, and he does a lot of foam board stuff, but he also does just like custom. He'll use pink foam, he'll use balsa, mm-hmm. he'll use all kinds of materials. And the thing that's really cool—did you see his uh, what was that plane? The Hawk, the P6. <laughs> It's just like the one that we did a review on. I believe it's from Great Plains, but it's like twice as big. And I, somebody was telling me, I believe he scratch-built it.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that I, was like a Hangar 9.
3: It could, it could, I might be wrong. I might yeah. be wrong, so beautiful don't quote me on plane. that. But regardless, oh the thing I like about Josh Orchard is he builds these beautiful planes. He has all these giant, beautiful planes. He flies the tar out of them. And we, we sat down. We were out in a crop field, so the ground was kind of rough. We did put down like a, a fabric runway but he's flying these beautiful planes out there and just getting the use out of them. And he actually, there was one, he was flying the Sikorsky. And I forget whether it was on takeoff or landing, but he kind of like got, a, got hit by a gust or something, like kind of lost control and took it right into a chair. And I remember just like just like almost crying myself. And then I went up to Josh. He's like, oh, that's fine. He's like, well, I'll, you know, I'll take it back to the tent right now. We'll, you know, we'll re-glass it. We'll repaint it. We'll be back in the air. In no time." It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool.
2: It's awesome. Oh, man. Bar said
3: high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be... We definitely
1: want to thank anybody that was able to make it to Flight Fest. And yeah. if you weren't able to make it to Flight Fest and you would like to, you know, definitely keep your eye on FlightFest.com. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some exciting announcements there. where We're going to be uh, trying to take uh, Flight Fest to more people um, yep. around the U.S. and hopefully
3: around the world. So it's going to be coming up soon here. Yeah. We mentioned Artem at the beginning of the podcast, but Artem did a really good job at basically taking... All of the things that we've done in the past, all the things that Austin's done, Austin's led the drive in the past two years, and then myself, I would do stuff. Everybody had... There were so many people that had their hands in it, and what Artem did is he kind of took it and put it into a repeatable model. So basically, he basically made a Flight Fest handbook. So Mm -hmm. if you want to have a Flight Fest, here, do everything in this book, (laughs) and... And now we it's can. That t- easy, folks. Yeah, that easy, folks. Now,
2: now we're mobile. Yes. Yeah, now exactly. we can
3: take it and do it, you know, wherever, which is really cool. And that's what we plan to do. At least we yeah. think we're mobile. We haven't tested that out yet. Yeah. We're going to test and, it.
1: And it's something we've been hoping to do for a long time. But it, now we finally have the model for it. We have the mm-hmm. plan for it, um, and we can do it right, which was really important to us. Is that if we're going to take the flight fest show on the road, um, we really wanted to make it right, and we wanted to do it in a way that you know um people could really enjoy and really be proud of and be excited about so definitely keep your eyes on there and uh yeah want to thank everybody that came mm-hmm. and thanks thank you. to the sponsors too thank you yeah the thank you to all of our sponsors and that helped make it possible
2: yeah it was awesome i mean even even in the build tent um adam's ready board yeah. sponsored all 300 foot build tents mm-hmm. with amazing amounts of foam
3: yeah so, they uh, they were awesome. Grapner, Grapner was our gold sponsor. Duncan flying. Duncan Holy came out. God. He's an amazing pilot. Uh, if you haven't seen Grapner's yeah. team pilot, Duncan, check him out.
1: We had uh, GetFPV that was a uh, was a sponsor. They sponsored all the racing. Mm-hmm. Um, we EA was also a sponsor, um, and they uh, weren't able to come to Flight Fest. They were really hoping to bring their their fifty foot uh, new mobile marketing unit there. And it just wasn't completed in time. So, mm-hmm. But if you see their mobile marketing unit anywhere, you're going to see a lot of flight test ventures mm-hmm. uh, being built there. So they're, we're partnering with them to uh, to get ventures into more people It was also teams. like
3: a week before Oshkosh. So I'm sure that didn't yeah. help their ca- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <know>. That was <laughs> ambitious. But like um, to be fair, so were we. <laughs> also, <laughs> but, uh, big thanks to Multi-GP and yeah. Chris Thomas. Uh, Chris always comes out. I think this year was the most organized FPV line that we've ever had. Uh, Chris came out for the first time last year, I believe, and uh, learned a lot. Came back with a whole new plan, and um, he really did a great job. Um, and we we always love working with MultiGP, and we look forward to doing so in the in the future.
1: Yeah, Chris is awesome. I also want to give a shout out to, uh, to Venom RC. They came and they had uh, what like forty charge stations. Oh, that was um, ridiculous. And they were so cool. You could just drop off your lipos, um, and then you uh, took a little tag with you. And they would just let you know when your charge was done. Hmm. You bring back your tag, you pan it in, they hand you your batteries back. they
2: They would actually text you. Which oh is yeah, really right. A great yeah. system.
1: they worked tirelessly, yeah. and um, just they were such a cool part of the event, and that's such a great idea. It like, was, that's it really is. They had awesome chargers there. What is it, the X4 Pro or something like it's that? It's coming
2: out, and they actually we were able to score two from them. And wow, are they amazing! They're I really want to cool. carry them in the store. Uh, probably one of the most easy use multi chargers yep. I've ever touched, and uh, very powerful, very very clean, simple. Um, and also, there was something needed to power that charge station, and that Pat Hines pioneered oh, yeah. the layout yeah. of that.
3: Patrick Hines literally saved Flight like Fest 2015, yeah. And then he also hands made, down, he made <laughs> he, he yeah he saved our butts because we were in way over our head as far as like electrical systems, but. And then 2016, I think he was a big part of helping make it the best year yet. Yep. There was no shortage of power. We had crazy giant generators everywhere. It was
1: so smooth, and he just made sure everything was good, and uh, it was it was incredible. Yeah, last year is what we didn't realize was, like, when you buy a bunch of, like, heavy-duty electrical equipment, they just kind of drop it off. <laughs> they do, they do, They're like, good they, luck with that. Yeah, exactly. And it's like... We were sitting there. We didn't have the right cables. We didn't yes. have the right adapters. We didn't have the right knowledge. You and know? these aren't just
3: like uh, gas, like camping generators. These are like the type of generators where the electrical cord is like a fire hose, <laughs> and you literally cringe when you plug it into anything because you just feel the energy flowing it's through it. Not something you want to screw up. And <laughs> and Pat just uh,
1: Patrick just handled it like a champ, and he came back this year and managed the whole system for us and did an awesome, it job, flawless.
2: So. The, the bill tents had never had such clean power. In, in each tent, and, and the layout was perfect. Yeah, so really, really great. I mean, we could we can honestly. I feel like we're gonna probably miss people that we should be thanking, but no doubt, everyone has a servant's heart in the flight test family, yep. and it really shows to its finest point yep. when you come together at events like this.
1: Yeah, there was uh, a hundred was hundreds of people that helped pull it off, and we couldn't have done it without
3: one hundred and seventy some volunteers. I know mm-hmm. we mentioned the volunteers earlier, but can't say enough about them. Yeah, literally, would not happen without without yeah. you guys. So thank you. No um, question. You, you get, this was the best year yet as far as the volunteers uh, everything was just awesome imagine
2: what 30 years down the line is going to look like
1: it's going to be crazy was
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. like, pretty good if I, <laughs> if I can remember if I can
2: remember <laughs> <laughs> I think we flew planes <laughs> yeah, like
1: all right, guys. I want to thank you for listening, and uh, and I mean that sincerely. I want yes. to thank you guys for listening
3: and for thank you for giving us another chance with this podcast. Every time you think we're gone, we're not. Yes. <laughs>
1: so, um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next week. Yes. Next right. week,
3: Friday. Friday. Holding hold you guys. guys to it. <laughs> All right. See you guys. See you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.